Oh, 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 I'm falling, so I'm wasting my time on the right. I thought it was I'm taking my time. I'm not singing the song, dude. I was freestyling. Oh, in that case, here we go. I'm running for president. No, God! No, God, please, no! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Liberty Boys podcast, a.k.a. Lib Chat. Chat. And I'm here, as always, with the Dylan Almond, and Ooh. I'm Max Eckert. Ooh. And... Ooh. What? Ooh. Oh. I wanted to start off today's episode with just a little bit of current events. All right, I just, A little bit. Not just, too much. Not, not, not... Not too big. Uh, not too about bigly. one tablespoon of current events would do well. We don't want to go too bigly on the current events, as Mr. Trump would say. I like how bigly? he says bigly. You've never heard him say that. I've never heard him say bigly. Yeah, he says bigly all the time, and it's. I'm gonna need a source on that after our show. He'll always, he'll always, he'll always say like, "We need to build a wall." It is. We really need that really bigly. Like she, bigly? Hillary, Hillary <laughs> is just corrupt i mean bigly corrupt it is weird it's it's huge we lose with everything we're not gonna lose we're gonna start winning again and we're gonna win bigly it's bigly we We got huge we got huge current events we're talking about so we have some hillary clinton news today she was on jimmy kimmel acting like she wasn't a robot we all know that she's She's a machine. She's a cyborg lizard being folk. It's it's ridiculous. She's very she's very robotic and she's trying to prove that she's human for some reason, but it's it's not working. They just sit there laughing about her emails and she tries to open a pickle jar and she opens it, which there's no way Hillary Clinton opened that freaking pickle jar. There's days when it's difficult for me to open a pickle jar and she's like eighty five years old and like so sick she's about to die or something. So there's no way she opened that freaking pickle jar, but whatever, Jimmy Kimmel, over there loosening these pickle jars for Miss Clinton, it's ridiculous. Can you open this <laughs> jar of pickles? This has not been tampered with. This is... <laughs> oh, oh, I it. <laughs> Other Clinton news. The Clinton Foundation. A lot of people are coming out saying that the Clintons should not run it while in office. It, well, a lot of people are calling for it to be dismantled completely, but most people are calling for them to just not be running it while they're in office, which I understand because even if... I think there's a lot of corruption there, but even if there's not, that's a lot of ability to have corruption, and I don't think that that ability should even be there at all. You Do you agree? I would, I would definitely agree, you know, um, if in government I think we should be limiting, obviously limiting the amount of corruption that we're allowing to take hold, and honestly the Clinton Foundation hasn't, in my opinion, really done anything to cover it up, they've just been very open about their corruption, I think it's very strange that we haven't really started to hit hard on that topic at all, we're just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, it's just what the Clintons do. <laughs> Did you know that half... Half of the people that met with Hillary at the State Department, half of them gave money to the Clinton Foundation. That is interesting. That's crazy. That's a crazy high number in statistic. Like, come on. That's uh, 
anyone who looks at that and doesn't think that there's at least something there is did you see those articles that uh they were, they were discussing that hillary clinton actually wears uh special lenses in her glasses that are mainly used for people with double vision and that what it, yeah yeah it, she, she if you actually look at i forget what the exact branding of her um of her lenses are for her glasses but they're actually used for people who have double vision and that kind of leads on to the whole medical issue that she may or may not have it's all of it's unconfirmed because she obviously won't admit to it she can op- open up a pickle jar so she must be extremely <laughs> she, she must be super healthy <laughs> she's been she's been drinking she's been staying hydrated drinking her pickle juice you know i mean hey i don't i don't get it man hillary's just she's just crazy e- even if even if they don't even if they agree to not run the clinton foundation or accept they they've brought up also just not accepting donations from foreign countries and they if also they get elected correct yeah and but they said that they said that back in 2008 and then that didn't last at all. Yeah, and they're just they're, you realize that she's literally coming forward, saying, "Hey, if you elect me into public office, I'll stop being corrupt." <laughs> what? This is so dumb, dude. What merit? What credit do you have to back up that statement? I mean, that that entire statement by itself is a fallacy. Like, I'll quit doing bad things if if you start liking me. Yeah, that's, that's like what the, that's what the bully on the playground would say. At least that's what he said to me. No, I actually still have scars. Whoa, that's hardcore. That's a good transition into our other hardcore candidate. Just kidding, Mr. Donald Trump. I just wanted to point out, Donald Trump's been doing a lot of flip-flopping and pivoting these last couple of days and week and a half or two weeks, or some may say. Um, Remember when his immigration plan was pretty much, we're going to build this wall and let no illegal immigrants to come in and we're going to deport every single illegal immigrant that is in the u.s now we're even going to go as far as to create a deportation force and go and make these people leave all of them how, how tall is his tower now he keeps saying he's going to build it 10 feet taller but at this point i mean we're, we're talking about possibly the largest wall ever made the thing is that was his stance before during the primaries but now he's completely flip-flopped to this to this plan of he's going to build the wall, but the people that are left in, he's going to figure out what he's going to do with them later. And see, that's what I think is a huge basis of, of his argument is that he'll kind of go in, he'll say some bogus claim and then work his way back. And we've seen him we've seen him do that on numerous policies. I mean, I guess the one that hit the nail on the head here is just immigration, exactly what you just said. Now he'll say one thing and then kind of regress from that point and that's just do we want that in our leadership do we want someone who's going to say one thing and have a strong stance on something and then slowly back back down from it for the only reason of him finding out that it's not truly a rational thought exactly you, you sat back and was like whoa dude that's crazy but the the funny thing is is that that was like marco rubio's stance during the primaries and people bashed the hell out of him for that they were like, this guy's for amnesty. He wants open borders. This is crazy. And it's like, dude, Donald Trump has now flip-flopped to that stance. And everyone's just like, oh, you know, he can change his mind. Or he's been that way the whole time. And people are just getting completely fooled. When this was like his his issue that he was promoting. And he's not even what it was before. And that just, I really don't like how politicians 
do this flip-flop thing. I mean, Hillary even more so. Hillary just is for and against the things that are popular at the time. And it, and it's all just, it's all just pandering, man. I mean, it's just like I I call this a strange thought, but I think, you know, if if you say something, you should at least have the integrity and the ability to follow through with it. If this guy is changing his views every 2 months of of pre-election, what do we know when we're, what we're going to get on the very end, end of the stick, you know? If if he actually gets voted in, is this actually going to happen? We all knew, like, straight up, it's completely irrational and implausible for him to deport however many million It's like 12, 12 million illegal immigrants. Yeah, I, I was, I was no going to say 11, 12 million, 12 million. They're undocumented. How are you going to find them? How are you going to send them out? Are we, are we going to do school buses? I mean, you have zero plan to back this up. It's crazy. He said he was going to have a deportation force. I, it's... I don't understand how how you can flip flop at that level and then and then no one care. I I put on Twitter this statement. I said a lot of things that Donald Trump says or his stances, I agree with, but the thing is is that those stances change, and I don't agree with him as a candidate, nor do I believe in him, which is why I don't want to vote for him. And I think there's I'm mean, honestly he said so many bogus claims at this point i think we've all agreed with him on certain policies at certain yeah. points in time because he's honestly been all over the spectrum on it but they change yeah exactly you know i i just wanted to point out there's a there's a lot of people that watch this show that um that are trump supporters and and i don't and i don't mean to alienate you guys but but personally i just i'm not going to vote for donald trump because i don't believe in him as a candidate and I, he doesn't, I don't believe that he represents me and he flip-flops on so many issues all the time that once again makes me not believe in him. Hillary Clinton, I just, I really dislike her on a personal level, <laughs> which is why I would never vote for her. But I mean, it's not, it's not just that. Her policies I don't like. I don't like how she's corrupt. So, you know, really the only logical candidate here for me to choose is Gary Johnson, even though I may not agree with him on everything multiple things we'll get into that later but he's he's the candidate that will best represent me out of the three or the four jill stein's crazy don't forget jill stein jill she, may be it. She, may, she, she may not agree with me but do not forget about her and i always get on to people about that i just i just wanted to bring a couple of those of those things up because that was i guess we can we can make the transition from that point um something i kind of wanted to touch on on one of trump's policies that i'm completely against that he may have changed at this point i honestly <laughs> honestly haven't kept up with it his whole point on surveillance is a bit whack um he made a few claims that he wanted to shut down certain portions of the internet for particular people and in what world does he think he's able to pull this off you you can't you can't pull that off it's like the cincinnati zoo they come out and they say we don't like all the harambe memes we don't think that they're funny they make all of our workers upset because we really loved harambe can you please stop doing that and people go absolutely berserk and they shut down all their social media because they were getting so much backlash for saying that it was it was absolutely hilarious because we um on their instagram on their facebook on their twitter they would say they put basically publicized the same message like hey we really in order to help us grieve and get over this we really need to quit with these joking memes and stuff honestly if you tell the internet to do anything they're going to do the complete opposite so, so they bombarded them with uh, just all these Harambe memes, and they're absolutely hilarious and awesome, and I loved every moment of it. 
But um, what they ended up saying is uh, they actually, but right before deleting all of their social media, they did, that zoo deleted every bit of social media that they had. They, they basically said that they've been b- bombarded by Harambe memes. And uh, someone commented, and they're like, yeah, well, you also bombarded Harambe with bullets. <laughs> and I started laughing. I'm just, I'm just like, not laughing that Harambe died, but just I, I think it's good that, that this kind of stuff is just on a public scale that we realize that, you know, something controversial did happen. And I think that will that does kind of bring people who wouldn't necessarily be together together that we all think this is funny we all are on the same page on this we're all agree it's obviously a sad thing but people people need to understand that you cannot censor the internet you cannot say i don't want this on the internet because that just makes people want to put it on there more when there's a celebrity that has a stupid picture or a company pays a lot of money to try to get a video taken off the internet people just flock to it like crazy to the point where the cincinnati zoo or is is completely shuts down everything. What, what wasn't it? Wasn't it Beyonce wanted that one just atrocious picture of her at the Super Bowl? I believe taken off the internet. She's like, I want this removed from the internet, and mm. everyone's just like, ha, this that that that's funny. Now you're on like 11 million different memes. So good luck. You can't you can't do that. And Trump needs to understand that that, that that's not that's not something that's that's going to be possible. And what 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 kind of what kind of surveillance is that? Well, and, and that kind of raises the libertarian question is surveillance isn't something that we agree with at all. That's not a conservative value whatsoever. Having more government involvement to oversee your personal life on the Internet mm-hmm. is not a conservative value. So that's kind of a strange thing that I've seen a lot of neoconservatives, including Donald Trump, um, hold. And I believe Marco Rubio did as well is that uh, they think that they can remain having a conservative uh, status but want the government to have all the power in the world when it comes to surveillance. And I think that's just a bit absurd. Our government tries to use the Patriot Act when it comes to things like monitoring people's cell phones and everything. But a lot of people don't understand that the Patriot Act really only covers when, when the government thinks that there is a threat for terrorism or there's a suspect for terrorism they go in and then they try to surveillance that person to try and prevent that terrorism act from happening and they completely spin it out of control to the point of surveillancing every single american and even and even out in foreign countries it's so sub- subjective they can do whatever they want with this surveillance the patriot act is very vague i suggest everyone gives it a read because essentially it's um implying that the the Bill of Rights doesn't necessarily apply to people who are suspected of being terrorists to the United States, but there's no due process to get on these lists, which is the issue. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's a terrorist. And from what we've seen time and time again, um, I believe both of the most recent terrorist attacks on the United States, both Orlando and San Bernardino, is both of those individuals were on a list, were on that list, mm-hmm. and we didn't do anything about it. So people are on these no-fly lists and, and these just vague lists prevented from and and they're having surveillance done on them and they're being spied on but no action is being taken so essentially you have this wide open field where you can just be completely spied on without even knowing it but there's no follow-through there and i think we even discussed that in uh, in an episode before this is that we have no one willing to take that extra step i'm glad that they haven't because i think that'd be a disaster but if your main purpose is to stop terrorists and that's what your system for for doing surveillance on all these people without due process and you can't follow through and even do what your program was meant to do, 
then what's the point? That's the problem. I, I, I wanted to point out, I thought it was really funny, Hillary Clinton, um, a couple months back, after the Orlando shooting, she tweeted, she said, if, you're on, if you've been investigated by the FBI, you should not be able to buy a gun. And I remember thinking, if you've been investigated by the FBI, you shouldn't be able to run for president. <laughs> exactly, and that's just crazy, because anything she says about corruption or what you should and should not be able to do morally or ethically she i would be willing to bet she's broken herself so that's it she has absolutely zero merit zero credit to back up anything that she's saying if if you say something enough times people will believe it and that's just that's the sad truth and that's what she bases her entire campaign and freaking life on dude it's crazy and i i just wanted to point out that the um the fourth amendment of the constitution in the bill of rights this this is why i have a lot of faith in the constitution because even though a lot of people may say that it's dated and, and a lot of things that it says it's really not because a lot of these rights that are put in the constitution are like natural rights the the fourth amendment says the right of the people should be secure in their persons houses papers and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized clearly that's not followed by the nsa and the, and the constitution ages very well and people like people like to attack the, the point of the second amendment the right to bear arms is that that was meant for single loading rifles for the Minutemen and the patriots who were defending our country and they weren't meant for these assault rifles or for 30 round magazines and stuff like that but what it was meant for it was meant for the the people to have the same supplies and the same defense that their government is provided with our government is currently using the same assault weapons and the same equipment that is available to us um, granted they may be slightly different they have for example the m16 we have the ar-15 there's some slight differences there but um we have the same access to the same materials as they do for the most part as far as defense is concerned right. and we did back we did back then as well we each had the same rifles we each had the same equipment we each had the same everything to prevent tyranny and some people's argument is that the oil was only meant for us to have uh, single shot rifles for self-defense and that we're still supposed to be using muskets for everything that's that that's completely absurd self-defense against a tyrannical government you think of a running around with a bunch of muskets we're not going to be able to stop a tyrannical government with the amount of force that our government has at this time so i really think it dates really well in a lot of things that the constitution says which i just i think is just awesome because these guys back in the 1700s sit down and write this document that is basically natural rights of humans that dates so well that we're still using it today. I, I think that's just astounding. And, and, and I, would, I would completely agree with it. I, I think that all aspects of the Constitution have, for the most part, really done a good job of kind of surviving the times and really applying to... Um, the liberties and the individual freedoms that our founding fathers really wanted to press and uh, kind of present as a platform for our country to work off of. And if some of our viewers, if you want to learn more about the Constitution, there was this really awesome website that I found. It's for the Hillsdale um, College. It's hillsdale.edu. And they have some online courses 
about the Constitution, about American history, and a lot of things like that. But most importantly, they have one on the Constitution, Constitution 101, Constitution 201, and a couple of other ones, and they're all free. It's just online.hillsdale.edu, and it's like 10 lectures with like a test at the end and it's just it's free and it's and it's it's really awesome I was I was looking through some of the lectures there and it's very informative and I just if anyone wants to learn more just go on over there dude it's pretty great definitely definitely our last podcast hit on that really heavily if you guys haven't listened to it yet and it's that we really need to be educated with our vote and so this is one of those ways that you can really um get a free a literal free education and get access to these lectures and kind of be tested on what you and what you do and do not know and um having the educated vote is obviously superior to having an uneducated vote but a lot of people don't don't really uh, understand that and speaking about the constitution clearly what edward snowden brought up in 2013 when he began coming out with stuff about the nsa the nsa was clearly breaking the law and they can twist the Patriot Act or whatever, however they want. But if you read the Bill of Rights here, that's against the law. They had no right to surveillance, like, every aspect of everyone's digital life in America and even, even overseas. That's, that's ridiculous. And, and a lot of people, um, Gary Johnson and even Jill Stein have said that they would pardon Edward Snowden. And honestly... I would agree with that. I think Edward Snowden, even though got charged with all of these crimes and, and everything in his in political um, sanctum or whatever they call it in Russia right now, I don't think he should be in trouble. I mean, he brought to the light a, a government agency that was breaking the law and, and taking away our civil liberties as Americans. I think what he did was awesome. Yeah, I remember watching the... Uh, Citizen Four documentary with Edward Snowden watching how all that stuff was unfolding and him explaining all the stuff the NSA was doing and it's just like To me that man's almost like a hero to me. That's that's great. How, how he could risk his life in Lifetime in prison to bring out this stuff that the government was doing that was unconstitutional Granted there, there has been some controversy of how he released how he went upon to release this, this information, which is still a bit unclear. It hasn't been confirmed yet. But um, I do have a bit of, of an issue how this information or possible secure information was given to the globe as opposed to something else. Honestly, I don't know what the alternative would have been. Mm -hmm. So I don't have too big of an issue with that. It really, there, there were serious issues that needed to be presented to the citizens of the United States and to the world. Because we're doing surveillance on Germany, on our own allies. That's exactly what what you're hitting on hitting on before. It, it wasn't just this this Patriot Act kind of whoever we we see as terrorists. We were spying on our own friends too, and that's something that he helped bring to light to light that I think is extremely important. Yeah, and and, and to kind of touch on how he brought it out. I mean, this guy he didn't have he didn't have a platform. He was just some dude that worked at the NSA. If he went made a post on Facebook, no one would see it. He had to he had to try to find a way to get in touch with mainstream journalists so he could know that his message could be seen. So, I mean, even if it wasn't brought about the best way, I don't think he had any other choice other than to do that. And it, I'm really excited to see. Have you seen the trailers for that new Snowden movie, like the actual dramatized version with yeah, actors? Yeah, that had um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, isn't it, right? Yeah. 
it looks so I'm really good. excited to I'm really excited to see it. He usually does really great work with most of his films and so I think it'll be one that I'll definitely go see. A lot of people will use the excuse that they don't care that the NSA is spying on them because they have nothing to hide. And I don't like that excuse because at that point you're saying I have nothing to hide, so the government they know best. They know who to look at. They know what they're doing. They can they can violate my civil liberties, and I'm okay with them violating everyone else's civil liberties because they know what they're doing, and the government knows best. And that brings me back to the same issue with this turns into a slippery slope. At what point does the government not... If the government knows best about everything, they can just tell their citizens to do anything. Regulate what they eat, what they do, what they say the crazy amount of censorship and then it's kind of a long shot but that turns into something of being north korea there's a policy pushing through new york i don't know if this actually went through i'm actually really curious to look that up and i'll let you guys know on twitter but um it was a few years ago that the i think it was new york the state or new york the city was wanting to regulate how much salt is going into their food do you not know how much salt to put on your food do, do you really need someone else out there to tell you how much salt to put on your food government knows best max Exactly, exactly. And I actually had a really interesting Twitter conversation with an individual. And um, I'm trying to find it here again. I had I had a Twitter poll that was, I, I said, do you care about your digital privacy? Um, for example, the NSA. 86% of people said yes. And only 14% said no, I have nothing to hide. And, and this was like over like 300 votes. So I, I think the majority of people actually care about their digital privacy and even though edward snowden brought all this to the light i don't think the government is actually going to do anything about it absolutely and the government shouldn't be apparent in the first place on the top of my uh, twitter page actually um i have a quote it says the most basic principle to a free to being a free american is the notion that we as individuals are responsible for our own lives and decisions and i actually got an interesting response about that it was yesterday and this person said, that's pretty damn naive. I used to think that way when I was in seventh grade, but then I realized we live in a society for a reason. And so I, I so got questioned. What does that even mean? <laughs> I, I, exactly. I'm like, are you not responsible for your own life and decisions? And this person says, did you not create your own, did you create your own life? Will you end it? And I'm like, no, but the government won't, f like government isn't allowed to for sure. So I'm not understanding your point. Are you responsible for your own life? And they just said, nope. I'm like, okay, well, uh, at that point, we have zero point of stasis in our argument. So, I mean, <laughs> go on with your way. I don't know who's responsible for your life. That's what I asked after that. I'm like, if you're not responsible for you, then who is? Because like, I'm not. Yeah. Do, do you need to have a mom and dad guarding you your, your entire life? I don't I don't know. I mean, some people get get into that kind of stuff. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I, I don't really get people's reasoning when it comes to that. They just want to be, I, I don't like, I don't want to generalize people, but the majority of those people really like to just be lazy and just have the government provide them with everything and just violate all of their civil liberties because so they can just know that they're safe and that's just that's just a very unproductive life to me i'm not i'm not going to do that and i and I, that's not something that i want i want to be in control of my own life and make my own decisions and not have the government get in every step of the way and I think that both um, Republicans and Democrats have been guilty of kind of stepping on toes as far as individual liberties go on, on, on one way or another. And that uh, that kind of brings us to what um, to the to our Liberty Minute section. Ooh. And uh, Quincy Johnson actually joined us in today's episode. And 
How did he get he, to be in the episode, Max? He actually gave the key word and was able to, which we provide in each one of our Sunday episodes. If you guys would like to join us, make sure you're listening on Sundays. And I'll be giving out, a, or me or Dylan will be giving out a keyword on Sundays for you to join us on the Liberty Minute that comes out on Wednesdays. And today's Wednesday. And um, here, here it is. How you doing, Quincy? Doing fantastic. How about you? Doing well, doing well. We're really excited to have you on the show with us today. Right on, brothers. I've listened to all of your podcast session of the new one. You guys are pretty damn hilarious. And uh, you guys, yeah, for real. I mean, and it's awesome to see young folk getting involved in politics. I appreciate that big time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we all kind of got to band together and uh, stand up for what we believe in and uh, all across the board, you know? I'm really yep. glad you like it. We, I mean, we're kind of new to this, so we've been working on trying to trying to improve. But that's that's really great that that you enjoy it. Hey man, it's it's uh, it's it is a comic relief and good information as I'm driving down the road. You know, fantastic, fantastic. Um, Quincy, I guess we'll kind of start. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and what and what you do if you're so inclined and kind of. Uh, branch off from that into uh your your liberty minute and you have up to two minutes to kind of discuss whatever you want i mean that said so that's outside of kind of uh letting us know who, who you are and when what you do and then um and when where you're from because we, we think that would be really cool to kind of see where all of our viewers are kind of originating from if that makes sense and I can uh, dig it. And uh, yeah, so I guess you can go ahead and start. Um, you're welcome to ask us questions. You're welcome to go on a two-minute rant if you want to without our input. You know, it's the 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 floor is all yours. All right. Um, hello, my name is Quincy Johnson, originally from Detroit, Michigan, but now I'm based out of Denver, Colorado. I am a uh, truck driver, and I came across um, these guys' podcast. Um, it, it showed up on my timeline, and I wanted to give it a listen. These young guys are on point, and they're actually speaking truth. And I want to use this minute to talk to Democrats and Republicans. Absolutely. It's obvious. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, absolutely. Go, go ahead and dive right into it, man. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Democrats and Republicans, it's obvious that the way you've been voting hasn't gone in your favor for quite some time, because it seems like every 48 years, one of y'all sides, if not both of y'all sides, are bitching and moaning. Why not try something new? Vote Libertarian, okay? David <laughs> Johnson seems like a good guy. And in all honesty, if you take about 10, 20 minutes, read up on his policies, he's not bad. He's not bad at all. But like this here, he's definitely not worse you know, then uh, what we have to offer right now, I mean, if you think about it, our choices are a punch in the face or a punch in the genitals. So why not go with the nice ham sandwich, which is Gary Johnson? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, what? I just call it like I see it, man. I mean, these, these two yard birds that are the major nominees, I mean, both of them are just going to be a, just a Greco Roman cluster F, you know, and that's that's just putting it nicely. So, you know what? I'm gonna use a phrase that one of the candidates did earlier. What do you got to lose? 
What do they got to lose? Absolutely. This I mean, man, yeah, this man, Gary Johnson, is proven, proven to be a good government leader. So why not give that man a shot? Him and Bill Weld. Why not? Absolutely. And that, and that and I couldn't agree more with that. You know, uh, we currently don't have things that are working and, and that and, um, you know, we might as well take a shot at a possibility of something that end up, ends up working out for us. You know, exactly. What, what do they have to lose? What, what are they going to lose? Hillary or Trump? I mean, those sound like pretty good things to lose, honestly. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, how's that Django? What's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? Like if 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 that is the case, and there's a lot of insane people because the majority of folks have been voting Democrat or Republican, it's time for something and somebody new. You know, why not let that person be Gary Johnson? Why not? Absolutely, and that that basically covers the covers everything we've been hitting on as well. You know, why not? Why not give this guy give this guy a chance? Because everything that we've been doing up to this point isn't working out. Yeah, that was that was a really great. Really great Liberty Minute there, Quincy. Really, really loved having you on. Yeah, we, we we really appreciated having you on, Quincy, and we hope we can keep in contact with you and might be able to have you join us on a future episode because it's obvious that we definitely agree on quite a few things. <laughs> Do it for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, my friend. All right, we'll uh, catch up with you here, here in the future and really appreciate you joining us here on uh, on your Liberty Minute on the, on the Liberty Boys show. All right, y'all stay safe. Have a good one. Thanks, you have a great man. day, my friend. So I thought that was a really good segment. Quincy was I, I I really like listening to talk. He was he was uh he was a really uh he was pretty wise. I I would completely go with that. You know, he was ecstatic to come on our show. He he was very excited in where our, the direction of our show is going, and I think that's fantastic to be getting feedback. If you guys have any feedback, please be willing to send that to us. We love reading that stuff. And uh, he he basically really hit the hit the nail on the head on you know. Um, this is our option. Um, what we've had going on in the past with with Republicans and Democrats isn't working. So, give Gary a shot. What do you have to lose? That was his exact quote: "Is what do you have to lose?" And I think we can all kind of take take hold of that and have, make that an understanding, regardless if you're a Republican or Democrat, because your policies haven't been working for the past however many decades. Mm-hmm. And give Gary a shot. Give him election. You know, let him do his four years. If he doesn't do well. I know he will. If he does not do well, then we can find someone else and we can kind of go, go back from that point. But the, but the policies we've been having over the past however long just haven't been working. So what do you have to lose? Yeah, nothing. What do you, what do you have to lose, like bad stuff? I'm okay with losing bad stuff, honestly. I really am. And he, there's, there's, there's a quote that he says a lot. He, I'm probably not going to know it word for word, but he says, just vote libertarian with me this once. Give me this one shot, because that's all yeah. we need. Just vote with me one time. That's all I need. And, you know, actual libertarians out there, I know he's not the best candidate, but, dude, he's the best one out of these options, so calm and down. <laughs> the, the, the important part that I don't think people are realizing, if he doesn't get his 15% to get on stage, that's one thing. It is still critical that we vote for Gary Johnson in this election, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Um, the way the FEC works, that's the Federal Election Committee, um, they actually uh, distribute funding to the Republicans, the Re- Republicans and Democrats every election to help run their elections. You need to be polling at 5% in the previous election in order for your party to be receiving this funding. And the f- 
2012 election, I believe Gary Johnson was polling at a little over 1%. I'd have to double check that. Yeah. But if we're, if we're able to hit 5% at this next general election, it'll be huge because if, because then all of a sudden the Libertarian Party is able to get this FEC funding that we're so greatly needing. And even if Gary Johnson isn't our next guy to be running for the Libertarian Party, that'll give you a platform to put whatever Libertarian you want up there. And we'll be getting the actual federal funding for it. So it's still critical that we're voting for Gary in this next election, despite your possible libertarian views of not wanting to, to support him. It'll help you way further down the line, I promise you. Gary Johnson and the supporters and me and Max, we invite anyone to come and vote for him. If you don't like the options, which frankly, that's that's the um, that was the original driving factor to me doing the research and everything on Gary Johnson, was I didn't like the other options. He's another option that you can choose. And just give it some thought. And same thing goes for our podcast. Anyone can listen to our podcast. If you're a Trump supporter, there's a lot of Trump supporters that follow me on Twitter and um, listen to the podcast. I don't know about Hillary supporters. I don't think that they would like it, but you're welcome. You're welcome to come listen to it. I actually did a poll on my Twitter to kind of see what my audience was made up of for the most part by saying who would best represent you in their, uh, as president of the United States. And it's at 49% for Johnson and 38% Trump. And then Hillary Clinton and Jill Stein are tied and they keep flip-flopping between 6 and 7%. But I, I was actually surprised that that many uh, Trump supporters following me. Not that that's a bad thing at all. I fully welcome you guys to join us. You obviously have a interest in your uh, civil liberties and in your uh, individual freedoms. And so it's fantastic to have you join us. And I don't mean to be bashing your candidate at all. It's just, I'm just kind of displaying my thoughts on it. If Donald Trump says something dumb, I'm going to come out and say that it's dumb and I'm going to provide the facts of why I think it's dumb. Same thing with Hillary Clinton. And so I'm not going to I'm not going to come out and, and and lie and lie to people about it, but Donald Trump's not the worst candidate ever. Hillary Clinton's the worst candidate ever. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the worst, you're just kind of bad, but I don't really have any beef with you honestly. Um you you did touch on that you did like one of his speeches that he came out with recently. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's something that we can all kind of take hold of. And you can like stuff from other candidates even if they have completely different views. I like some of Bernie's views on things. As far as policy and platform goes, couldn't be more polar opposite. <laughs> and even even if you're not even if you're not voting or want to vote for Gary Johnson, just Give it some thought because if he's if he's on the debate stage, then that's great. There's another option. Who doesn't want to see three people up there debating? Who doesn't want more than just two opposite options? There's, I mean, just do it. Just take. Just do it. Just Nike. Nike. Not a promotion. <laughs> I wish we had a pro- Nike. Promote Nike, us. Nike, please. Or get add. I don't even know the word. Nike, give, a, give us money we're, to we're, talk we're good about We're trying to start a website, and we're trying to do a lot of cool stuff for our community, Nike. You should totally throw us some cash. And we'll, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. But um, we're, we're actually going to be working on opening up our platforms that we're currently going to be hosting our, po- our podcast on. I'm sure Dylan has a lot more info on that. And, oh, yeah. Um, we should have a website open up here, I would say, within the next week, hopefully. Maybe the next two weeks. We're working really hard to make sure the content is of quality before we put it out. Oh, yeah. And, we, uh, we've been we've been expanding expanding the platforms. It's going to be on... If you guys are watching this on the date that it's out, 8-24-2016, it's going to be on pretty much all the platforms within the week. That's going to be awesome. It's going to give a lot of people 
areas to come and um, come and listen to it. They're not going to have to go out of their way to watch it on certain platforms. So that's going to be really great. We're working on a website to kind of have a hub of everything so people can come and check that out. That's going to be pretty awesome. We'll let you guys know and give you updates on Twitter. So feel free to follow us at Max Eckert at the Dylan Allman for for pretty radical updates and not like radical isn't good, not crazy. <laughs> radical isn't like yeah, man, radical. Yeah, bro, catch them hard waves, man. Duh, yeah. <laughs> but that that's pretty much gonna conclude our episode here. Um, also, I just want to kind of bring up that. Uh, Max is going to be gone the next episode, so we're going to we're going to record something fun for you guys to to release on this Sunday's episode. Uh, we're going to be kind of doing these every every now and then, um, so it's going to be pretty fun. We're going to do. I'll a keep you guys of- updated on Twitter. I'm taking a small vacation. Haven't done <laughs> that in I don't know how many years, but um, it's just going to be for the weekend. So if you guys follow me on Twitter, I will definitely keep you updated with some cool stuff that I'm doing. Not telling you where I'm going, because I like to remain covert. <laughs> if you do run into me, though, definitely come give me a high five. and uh, Kiss him on the lips. He likes that. You know, if, <laughs> if, you, if you do that, you know, that's fine, too. Um, no, actually, I'd honestly prefer you don't do that. But, you know, if, if you got to let it slide, then I'll let it slide. Whatever. We're going to have something fun planned. We're going to do a couple of games, maybe a Mad Lib. Get it. Mad lib? lib like Uh-oh. liberty lib chat we like it we like that one one little story i wanted to tell before we got off <clears throat> i have um a bunch of uh little pocket constitutions and i kind of bring one with me so i can just give it a give it a read every now and then and i brought one when i went to go visit my family up in maryland last weekend and i left one on my brother's bedside table with a note and I was like hey I just wanted to give this to you it's really important to know about your country and the history and what we're built on and everything and he's he's uh 12 and I get a text from him like a couple days later and he's like hey Dylan I've been reading the book you gave me and it's just super interesting and I love it so much and I can't wait to learn more about the Liberty Brothers (laughs) and I was just like that's awesome I mean it's hardly like a a book <laughs> but sweet i mean he's just reading through this thing like it's harry potter i'm like that's that's great i mean i have to look up a lot of things when i read it that's i mean good for him young people and i mean i'm a young person but you really need to get into to figuring out what what your country is and, and what it stands for in the history because that's really important because that really directly directly affects your life and i can't really stress that enough all right, folks, that's enough from us. Make sure to like whatever you're watching this on. Subscribe, follow us for more. Yeah, we love you. And uh, we're we're best friends with you and your mom and your family and your uncle. And your blue dad. <laughs> your, whatever that's supposed to mean. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you on the lib side, and you guys have... A fantastic, lib side. Fantastic day. That was super lame. <coughs> <laughs> Dancing in the mirror, chilling in Cedar Rapids.